following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland from the Home Office in Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 331. Hopefully, it gets delivered on the day of production, because that's what it is. <laughs> I'm having a problem. Uh, as this is being recorded here on this 14th day of June, it is a Sunday. And uh, working from the home office, um, as many folks have, has uh, has its advantages, of course, but it also has its strange disadvantage, in that um, <clears throat> I'm having issues with my internet connection and uh, here at the house. It's always been pretty stable. I had a problem about three weeks ago. Uh, apparently, my modem was uh, at what they this. It's uh, reached uh, EOL. It's uh, it's at the end of life, which is you know code speak for it's done wore out and they've replaced it with something new and different, and uh, which is fine. So you know, dude comes out and he uh, he hooks me up with a new modem and uh, everything was hunky dory for about ooh about an hour, and uh, <clears throat> I wound up back on the phone with tech support and they said uh, at Comcast Xfinity. And they said, uh, now, nah, bro, the problem's up on the pole. we got to send a guy to come climb up the pole. And I said, okay, that's great. How long is that going to be? Well, it'll be sometime later in the week. Okay. So in the meantime, <clears throat> I've been having intermittent connection. You know, I could, I, could, I could certainly get on and get a few things done, depending on whatever time of day. It, for some bizarre reason, it works really well at night. But during the day, no, not so much. And uh, here I am right now. I'm about an hour behind schedule, I guess, in theory, trying to get this thing out. And it's not working. So, any rate, um, let me back up a bit. Uh, earlier in the week, I uh, um, uh, just a couple of days ago, I wound up calling back. And I said, "Hey, what's what's the story here?" And they said, uh, "Well, we got a guy scheduled to come out." <clears throat> and then I get a phone call back saying that they've canceled that appointment. So I call back, and meanwhile, you're having to go through the whole automation system along the way, and that's just it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, and 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 what they what they said what they tell me. Um, oh, we're, we're sorry. Every, every other word is, we're sorry about this. We're sorry. Sorry, ass. Fix it. <laughs> That's what you do. I've gone through this as, as many of you have. And it becomes very frustrating. And it's been all I could do to sit on my hands and I hop onto Twitter and just, you know, Twitter bitch about it. But it, I don't know if they even, you wind up getting a DM and then somebody's involved and then there's somebody else involved. And then, so, uh, so yesterday, Saturday, I spoke with an agent and they rescheduled to come climb the pole Monday, which is perfect. This is fine. <laughs> and uh, they said, well, hang on. We're going to see if we can do you a solid and see if they can get somebody out here on a Sunday, which would be today. They never heard back, of course. So I'm still scheduled for somebody on Monday, I hope. We'll, fi- <laughs> we'll, f- we'll find out. So the long and the short of it is, is that uh, when you get it is when you get this, uh, it may be. Later today, it may be, it may be um, Monday. I don't know. It may be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. So I figured the best, the least I could do is get this thing recorded as we usually do. Just follow our production schedule and just, uh, just kind of go with it and and go from there and hope for the best. Um, I know there's a lot of things going on in the world. Well, you're worried about your internet connection and the world's falling apart. We've got the pandemic. We got protesters and we got all these things that are happening and you're worried about your stupid internet connection. 
Yeah, life does go on, doesn't it? In theory, as the case may be. So, you know, you just you just you just do it. So, uh, yeah, it's a matter of being somewhat tone deaf, I think, is, is a good way to look at this, is that there's a lot of that going on. It was I caught myself using that phrase this past week on the air at Radio Memphis in the morning show uh, with LJ and I, um, mornings, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central. The, uh, the, <laughs> the notion that tone deaf is a thing is really echoing. A lot, and it wasn't. I wasn't intending to use that phrase. It just, I just it's the best way to describe it. You look at the things that are going on in this world, and you go, "Yeah, that's uh, that individual's there. He's uh, he's being tone deaf, is what all that is. Willful ignorance, not really paying attention to what it is. It's being that guy, you know, wandering about trying to, you know, it's the it's the old the old adage of the guy that used to wear the shirt says, "Lead, follow, or get out of the way." Uh huh. <clears throat> well. <laughs> You're tone deaf. You're not paying attention. You're not paying attention to anything that's going on. So with that in mind, uh, we're going to get into that uh, being tone deaf, I suppose. Uh, And also the corporatizing of a protest. It's a thing. Believe it or not, it is a thing. Because Americans, Americans have a very funny way of taking care of business now, don't we? We'll get into that and more up out of the break. You're listening to it right here from Radioland. Don't go away. Wizards is corona-free and is your headquarters for your essential quarantine supplies. Their viral sale is happening right now with deals throughout the store. Get some sage to chase away the bad stuff. Incense, woodwick candles, decorative fans, and things to keep you busy while you're stuck at home. T-shirts, bandanas, hats, and more on sale right now. CBD, Kratom products, and personal cleansers for that job interview. Open 10 to 10 every day at 1999 Madison Avenue in Midtown or get it all delivered when you order online at wizardsmemphis.com. Wizards, because it's still smoking. Must be 18 or older to buy smoking-related products. I've been dealing a little bit. That's why I was snorting and snorting. I've been dealing with allergies. (coughs) Doing all that. (laughs) I got post-nasal drip going on. And I've been barking about it and complaining about it um, uh, for, I don't know, a week. (coughs) Something like that. And David, uh, LJ, he told me, he says, "Uh, dude, go get you one of those... um, Nasal irrigation systems, you know, a neti pot. And I thought, you know, I've, I've, I've never encountered one in the wild, heard about it, listened to people talk about it, heard nothing but good things, really. But the concept of basically waterboarding yourself just kind of it bothers me. Well, let me tell you, friends, <laughs> I'm here to tell you um, I've, I've got one. I've got, a, I've got an electric one. It's kind of cool. Um, you, you stick one side up your nose, you push a button. It's got the saline solution, right? You know, distilled water with a little packet of the salt is kind of thing. And then, and you, and you flush out your sinuses and, um, yeah, it's, it's awkward. It's kind of, unco- the first time I did it, I thought I was going to die. The, <laughs> the second time I thought, well, this is actually quite pleasant. This isn't, this isn't all that bad. And I've, I've, I've been using it and, uh, it, it makes a massive difference. It's, it blows out all that crap. And I know there's people listening that use it or fans of the thing. They go, oh, I told you as the thing. You should have listened to me when I first told you about it. You're right. Um, it, it is, it's it's uh, it's awesome. <laughs> I've been in the broadcast business all my life and never once considered this. And, and here I am a little more subjective to allergies because that's what it is. There's pollen and stuff in there. I'm not necessarily stopped up, but I'm sort of snorty, sniffly, snotty. And uh, I'm tired of blowing the nose, but this thing, shit, does it do a does it do a number? It's messy, it's gross, it's kind of really weird, but 
Hell yeah, it uh, it gets the job done. So uh, so yeah, um, if you're not hip to the neti pot I, or the sinus sinugator is the one that I have. Get it, irrigator sinus, sinus irrigator. Guess it's got an alligator on. <laughs> uh, yeah, and this all stemmed from when I lost my voice some time back when I was walking around the house sounding like Batman. And the the notion was here that uh, that was clearly triggered by an allergy of some sort. And I'm still dealing with that to a, a certain level. But I don't have the, the laryngitis. I just have the little, you know, how you got that stuff dripping onto the back of your throat and you just feel, yeah, you know, it's gross. You drink a lot and you try to make it go away. I don't feel bad, but, you know. So, yeah, sinus irrigation. And it does work. So there's something to be said for that. And it's over the counter and it's, you know, it's safe. As long as you don't kill yourself doing it, <laughs> be that as it may. Uh, with all the things in the world, too, it seems like, well, well you're worried about all that. You could be have be COVID. Uh, COVID is a thing. It's still a still a big deal. A lot of uh, a lot of states, a lot of municipalities are opening back up. Here in Memphis, of course, um, live music has been allowed back onto Beale Street, and I guess in other places as well. Uh, it seems a little rushed, uh, considering that they were supposed to go into what they call phase three uh, uh, tomorrow on Monday, but they just went ahead and just jumped the gun and said, let's go with it. And I, you know, the numbers keep going up. There's still, there's still a lot of people that are sick here. I've heard from uh, a couple of reliable sources that several reliable sources, actually, that some of the hospitals are getting a little more busy with COVID patients. One of them is practically full. And it's, uh, it's, it's kind of alarming. And when I mention it, people are like, they're like over it. They're like, oh, it's just whatever, dude. You know, I guess you should stay home if you're just all that worried about it. I kind of feel that way, to be quite frank with you. I'm, I'm kind of okay with that, if that's the way it is. I'm not, it's not like I'm being an alarmist here, but I'm trying to be, you know, somewhat responsible at the same time. There's people I see it all the time. There's people just like, oh, it's, it's fucking over with, man. Just go out and go deal with it. Hell, even my wife, who works in a restaurant, is like, come on, let's go out to eat. And I'm like, I don't know that I want to do this. I don't know. And the fact of the matter is that there's probably nothing really all that wrong with it, you know? Um, I don't know. It's just, you, you, you take the risk or not. I think I'm going to hold off. Because it's held us, it's held us off at the station too. Because of the of some of the shows that we have that involve a lot of live people and live people, live acts in the studio. So, uh, yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Uh, I think even after now that we've allowed music to come back into venues and whatnot, I'm going to keep an eye on the situation. And in two to three weeks, we'll see where the numbers are at. And if they're if they're down some, then maybe we'll start opening things back up. I guess I don't know. Uh, that's going to put us right around our ninth birthday. And I, you know, we'll see. I, I, you know, yes, wash your hands, wear a face mask, all that stuff. Avoid people that are, you know, uh, sick. It <laughs> seems, seems prudent. And, uh, and be that as it may. The other big thing that's going on in the world, of course, is all the protesting going on. The, the end, why they're fighting the end of racism, I don't know. Um, racism should have ended a long time ago. It's it's but apparently not. Um, and, and it boils down to the essence that law enforcement, uh, for good or ill, has taken it upon themselves to find excuses and reasons for not doing the job they're supposed to be doing and instead shooting unarmed black people, sometimes even while they're sleeping. That's that's what I don't understand. And people have said, well, if they you know, if they just wouldn't resist, if they were just doing what they were told to do, nobody gets shot. 
Yeah, Breonna Taylor was shot while sleeping. Uh, you know, come on. <clears throat> In her own bed. Her boyfriend was there. Christ Almighty. I mean, these why do these why are these discussions even happening? And and the other big movement is to remove the Confederate statues and monuments from around the country. Go for it, man. You know, take them out of the public eye. Put them put them into put them into a cemetery. That's where they belong. Put move them over to cemeteries. We have one here. That that would be more than happy to handle it. Uh, Elmwood Cemetery. I've been I've been over there a bunch this this past uh, couple of months uh, shooting a, uh, a show for YouTube uh, that's coming very very soon called uh, Drinking with Dead People. As a matter of fact, I've got God, we've got what half of it about half the series done, and there's a whole area there for Confederate monuments. I know this because there's a whole area there dedicated to it. So if you've got to have Nathan Bedford Forrest out of the public eye, put him in the Elmwood Cemetery. You want to go pay him a visit? Go over there. I don't see what the difference is. But there's people that are that are, they're holding their heads at white people, of course, and they're going, "Oh, you're taking away our heritage. You're the heritage of traitors. That's what it was. Traitors. They not traitors as in traitor Vic. They were traitors. You know, like the president. They sold themselves out. They turned their back against the United States of America so they could keep other people as property. That was really what it boiled down to. And here we are, <clears throat> what, nearly 200-something years later, fighting that thing, that fighting that same fight still, really? You know, I mentioned it last time, uh, on the last uh, the, the last time of this program, that there are protesters out there that are saying, hey, please, don't murder black people. Law enforcement does not need to be shooting black people just, just for the hell of it. And the response are people that are complaining about the protesters are going, well, but... All lives matter. Oh, God, shut up with the all lives matter thing. It's not, that's not, you're missing. It's just tone deaf. That's what I'm talking about. This is, that's what I mean by saying that, that people are tone deaf over this whole thing. Just uh, yesterday, last night here in Memphis, there was, a, there was another protest going on. And, you know, peaceful protest as Memphians tend to do, which is good. Until some jackass white guy decided to drive his truck into the crowd, you know, he does so because he says his commander-in-chief says that he can do that. And no, you can't do that. That's that's not being decent. You know, here's the thing. If you don't like the fact that people are protesting, then don't be a part of it. Avoid it. Go around it. Whatever you got to do, don't take part in it if that's the thing. It doesn't involve you. I mean, kind of it does. But but for the most part, if 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 you're just if you're just turned out of this thing, then go somewhere else with your problem. By God, if there were, <clears throat> if there were for, let's just say, and I think I used this example last week, if there was a, if there was a government movement to repeal the Second Amendment to the Constitution of the United States, the right to bear arms, if that were to happen, how many, how many white folk would be taken to the street bitching and moaning, heavily armed while they're doing so? And, you know, and everybody else would be going, no, I think you lost your right to carry a gun when you all started shooting black people. I mean, that could that, that tie could be made. It's a bit of a stretch, I know. But still, what if that were to be a thing? And then somebody complains about it. Well, why are you protesting this? You protested about cops shooting black people. Then why should you be protesting this? <laughs> Sauce for the goose. We have that right as Americans that's guaranteed to us by the First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States of America. It's an important document. I highly recommend you take a look at it sometime. <laughs> I'm serious. It's I've been I've been seriously thinking about actually uh, uh, doing like a book on tape on the damn thing and recording it and putting it somewhere where you can where you can get it for nothing. 
Amendment number one, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Look around you. This is what's going on. And people are complaining about that. We can't have the First Amendment. Well, there's other people that make, you know what? We're tired of the Second Amendment, too. And if it wasn't for the First Amendment, you wouldn't have the Second Amendment, for God's sake. I don't want to get all political here, but that's kind of what's going on. My issue, though, and this has become a problem, and this is a big issue in my eyes, is the corporatizing of the and the marketing of the protest. It's very subtle. If you if you go through social media, you'll see it. There was a photograph of a man standing on a sidewalk in protest gear, holding a sign over his head, as you do. That was that was that was the selling point of of the product. The product being using a browser, an internet browser that doesn't sell your data. <clears throat> I don't even, I forgot what it was. The whole message was lost on it because it's like, wait a minute, there's a guy, there's a guy, there's a guy in a protest stance, and he's he's protesting by selling you something that that what? What what are you what are you what are you gonna do now? You're gonna have a car ad where you talk about how nice and quiet and serene it is inside your car that you can sit in it while there's a protest going on and be completely oblivious to what's going on? Are we gonna do that? Brought to you by Lexus. I mean, that's going to be one of those things. You know, hey, after a heavy day of protesting, nothing like washing that bad taste out of your mouth like a cold glass of Bud Light. (laughs) What? Nothing gets the sting of tear gas out of your eyes like milk. Uh, This is what's happening. But this is what America does, though, you see. It's not a, it's not a, and it, I know there's people that, that are anti capitalist that might be listening to this and go, oh, that's capitalism for you, bro. That's how that works. <clears throat> it could very well be, sure. It's partly based in capitalism because that's the way it works, but it's a free enterprise system in essence that I have a product that may be in demand and I can sell it based on the demand of, of what's going on. Am I right? But to frame it around these things, is tone deaf. It's really it. It is really really tone deaf. You know, it's 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 along the lines of saying that you know head rackets are the greatest tennis rackets to take to a protest because you can backhand a tear gas canister like with great smoothness. <laughs> Waiting for that to happen. But why is this? Because it has been determined that even though you've got a large percentage of the population that have taken up their pitchforks and their torches and their signs and they're going out into the streets and they're complaining and they're bitching, all well and good, and the eyes of the world are on them. So you have to look at it from a point of view of somebody who's like, man, if I could get my stuff in front of those people, if I could get my name and my product in front of all of those cameras with the backdrop of a protest going on, I'd be, oh, I'd be doing so good. And that's what I mean. For all your financial needs, in the midst of a protest, nothing like ABC Bank. (laughs) I mean, in times of turmoil, when you need financial assistance in refinancing your home, be sure and... Come on. Come the fuck on. Let's not do this. 
It's a bad look for us. I mean, look, we've managed to shoot ourselves in the foot over the past three some odd years, three and a half years. I mean, over all sorts of stuff. We've become, in essence, the laughingstock of the world. You know, we've got a tone deaf president. I'll say that. I don't, that's clearly what's going on there. We've gone through this protest. I mean, gone for the protest. We've gone through this pandemic, not in a very pretty way at all. It's very ugly. You know, 126,000, I think, have died. died. Americans, 126,000 Americans have died. We've, we've had at one point the National Guard, the, the United States military that was brought in to uh, inflict some sort of tear gas and, and turn weapons onto American citizens. We've had our own military turning weapons onto our own citizens. And yet there is a subsect of this country that sits there and watches all of this and is, you know, kind of interested and are certainly not amused by any means of the, they don't want, nobody wants any of this to happen, but they're saying that they can't tear, turn away. They watch this. They keep a close eye on it. They see what's happening and they realize, wow, the official protest truck is brought to you by Ford. <laughs> you know, it's, that's what it feels like. And it's, and it's wrong. It's incorrect. We shouldn't, we should not be doing this. And I think I have a point here. Um, it's because the way the world works. If you go through, if you go through, um, you go through Twitter, for example, Twitter, Twitter follows trends, right? It has trending topics, trending tweets, trending hashtags, and it gets you a fairly interesting bird's eye view of what's going on in the world fairly quickly, no less. It's fairly efficient at that. There's a lot of bullshit that goes with it. And yes, it's incredibly toxic, but that's that's part of it. That's part of the culture that's behind Twitter. Uh, Instagram is more of like, oh, look at me. I'm at a protest. Uh, it's There's that. And then, then there's Facebook, which is, you know, horrific. <laughs> Absolutely horrific. Thoughts and prayers. I, I, I see that a lot because nobody's paying attention. And there's, you know, in social media and Facebook specifically, there's there's Facebook Live, which which will show you what's going on inside the protest if you happen to catch it, which is great. And it does work. It's unfiltered, which is fine. You can you're left to draw your own conclusions and to see what's going on. But that's about it. It's it's a vacuum. Facebook just is, is a total, complete and utter vacuum when it comes to these sorts of things, because the people that tend to use Facebook, first of all, are are in essence aged out of the target demographic that's supposed to be using Facebook. You see what I'm saying? All the younger people have they they unasked it. They're out of there. They're not. There's not young people on Facebook. They just don't hang out there. You know, they're over on WhatsApp. They're they're on Snapchat. They're on the Instagram, which is a Facebook property. I know. And then Twitter is for like weirdos. And and I'm and I'm kind of one of them. I. I don't participate a whole heck of a lot in Twitter, but boy, how do I read it? And I, it's it's like next door for the world. And if you don't have next door, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> next door is one of the more remarkable social media platforms I've I've ever encountered. And I've, I've I've talked to my neighbors about it, and they're like, "Oh man, yeah, I had it for about a week. I had to get rid of it. It was just talk about toxic." And it's tone deaf as well. And that's what happened. What, what are we looking at here in, in, in media? And there's, there's people that will write in, in Facebook. They'll put up that meme. It says, I have an idea. Let's everybody turn off the media for 30 days and see how good this world really is. 
First of all, I don't really recommend that. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, you got to stay in touch. If you don't want to stay in touch, that's your business. That's willful ignorance. And, you know, there you go. But you got to kind of know what's going on out there in the world because you don't want to be that guy that's standing out there in the, in the you know, in the, in the canned good aisle at the grocery store talking to your neighbor going, well, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, you just look like an idiot at that point. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, did you hear? Oh, my God, Bob, did you not hear? They're closing down all the all-you-can-eat buffets because of the pandemic, and it's going to be permanent. And Bob's standing there going, huh, nobody fucking told me that. Where do I fucking protest? Yeah, that's it. That's I, I keep using that example because it's going to happen. It's I'm, I'm, Believe me, I think there's going to be people, there's going to be a health thing out there that goes, well, you know, I know you like your all-you-can-eat buffets and whatnot, but we're going to have to pull them up. And every fat bastard in this country is going to go, now, wait a minute. Oh, no, 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 no. And I can hear it now. Them black folks that have been protesting about these cops, man, they got one thing. But by God, you're going to take away my all-you-can-eat buffet? Fuck you. That's going to happen. And I'll take it even a step further. If there's a protest over all-you-can-eat buffets, people will lose their lives over it. I know, right? <laughs> it's crazy. There are those who will pick that hill to die on, and they will die on it. Uh, you mean I can't eat my all-you-can-eat mac and cheese? That's kind of how that works there, Tubby. You know, we can't put sneeze guards on everything. I mean, look, have you been to a grocery store lately? <laughs> have you dealt with humanity? Have you been in public? Have you stood on the little spot on the floor? Or have you been one of those guys who went, oh, it's starting to affect me? Or the other argument I hear is, well, you know, so you get it. It's not that bad. You know, not that many people die from it. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> what, what, what are you? Only in America does this happen. And from my point of view, from the safety of of the home office and from the other office, you know, studios A and B, that's where I that's where I live, both places. From my perspective, and I sit here and I watch this unfold in front of my very eyes, when the internet works, and <laughs> and I see this, and I just I, I just shake, I shake my head. Did, did did we not learn any lessons from what happened in Italy? The scores of people that died there because they were told to be locked down and the Italians were like, oh, no, we're not going to be locked down. We got places to go. We got things to do. That wine ain't going to drink itself. And what happened? Scores of people died. And then and then the same thing happened in Spain because the, the Spaniards themselves were like, no, we're not going to be locked down. We got things to do. And then in New York. But see, there was a statement that was uttered, I believe, by Vice President Mike Pence. I think it was. You may correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't really matter where it came from. But the statement is is true. The statement was this. Americans don't want to be locked up. They don't want to be confined. They don't do quarantine very well. And whoever was that said it was dead on right. Absolutely correct. Americans do not do quarantine very well. Americans don't do laws very well. They don't do suggestions very well. They don't do a lot of things very well. You know why that is? It doesn't apply to me. Uh, it's, you know, so the speed limit is 35. I could do 40. <laughs> uh, officer, I thought that was just a suggestion. No, <laughs> sorry, pal. Uh, see you in court. You know, it's this whole, 
there's there are rules for a reason, right? There's a, there's there's rules and guidelines and suggestions for a reason, and and, the, and that reason being is for the safety and welfare of of everybody, not just a select group of people. If you're not allowed to be at a certain space, right? If there's a line on the ground that says "Don't stand here," well, I can stand there because of, yeah. He's, no, you can't. <laughs> Get your ass back there. It's a six-foot distance between people while standing in line. Why is this? Social distancing. What is this for? To keep you from getting sick and for me to getting sick from you. Ah, but it doesn't apply to me. Nobody I know is sick. (laughs) Or when you're in line. This is the thing. You're in line at the grocery store trying to check out. Which, by the way, I'll have you know that I use almost the the self-checkout nearly exclusively now. I know in previous episodes of the show, I've bitched, whined, and moaned about the damn thing because I didn't like them. Now it's a matter of how do I get in and get out of this and quickly in the most efficient way possible, and that's the secret. I don't like using them, but boy, howdy. I'm in, I'm out, there's no lip, I'm done, you know. Keep my shit to myself, boom, there you go. And when you're in line... To use one of those machines, they have, you know, marks on, markings on the floor. Stand here, stand here, stand here, stand here. All the way back down, you know, all the way down the tampon aisle. You're six feet apart. You see what I'm saying? And when that happens, you finally get through to the to the place you're supposed to be. There's other people that are trying to get there because they're confused by the six-foot distance. Oh, where's the line? Way back there. See the guy in the unsavory T-shirt way back there by the meat department? That's the end of the line. Boy, howdy, get on back there. So, boy, howdy goes back there. Man, this is not fair. I have places to be, as if the rest of us don't, you see. So, where where does one draw said line? You don't. You live with it. You put up with it because this is the way the world works right now. And if you don't like it, elect somebody into the power that will stop it and pr- protect you from your from your own proclivities. What is this whole that whole argument up in Wisconsin about uh, some jackass up there not wanting to wear a mask? You know, this is infringing my my rights. The government is is keeping me from going out to infringing on my rights. Um. As they're the ones that are standing there with a with an assault rifle strung across their chest, talking about how their rights are being infringed. Um, well, listen there, GI Joe. If you want to go uh, exercise your right to sling an automatic uh, or a, a semi-automatic a, a, an assault rifle, if you want to be threatening and you want to be that guy, I hear the army is looking for a few good people. So are the Marines and the Air Force. The coast, hey, Space Force may even be hiring. Hell, I don't know. Why don't you go do that? Or were you too crazy to get into that organization? I think if you were to have an official sponsor of the uh, of the pandemic, though, it would have to be Charmin. <laughs> Those fucking bears, and you know, the the uh, the, uh, the the official sponsor of the protest probably have to be I don't know somebody whoever makes tear gas. I'm thinking, was it Bear? I know they made gas in the Second World War. They used it to to a, a very uh, Interesting and hugely detrimental effect. <clears throat> I don't know who makes tear gas. I don't know. You're not supposed to use it, though. Did you know that? Tear gas is listed in the Geneva Convention as a chemical weapon, and you can't use chemical weapons. Oh, but if you're if you if you're using it on your own people, I guess it's quite all right. I guess. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I do, I just. I just don't know anymore. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is it that we have to do to get get around these things? What do we have to do? Where is the absence of re- where is the reason? We're in it. We're in, we're we're dealing with the absence of reason right now. And where is it that we have to go with all of this? I have no answer. Everybody's lost their cool. Everybody's lost their shit. Everybody's losing their temper everywhere they turn. People have just have completely flipped out. But but it's all remember that it's all brought to you by the nice refreshing taste of Coors Light. The Broom Closet is your one-stop shop for all of your metaphysical supplies and gifts. We stock candles, herbs, gemstones, incense, salt lamps, and more. We also host monthly rituals and events for those looking to get together with like-minded people. And the Broom Closet is the only place you can get your cards read by me, Reverend Emily. I'm an ordained Wiccan minister and Reiki master. Book your next tarot reading and see what's in the cards for you. Discover conscious living and being connected to an awesome community. The Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop is located in downtown Memphis or visit our online store at thebroomclosetmemphis.com. The Broom Closet, where magic begins. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so stay a minimum of six feet away from others and stay home if you can. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. And so with everything coming back to, I don't know, some sort of normalcy now, and you got, you got uh, you know, restaurants opening up even further, you got bars opening up, you got bands coming into play. I'm wondering, I'm wondering just how many of these, if they're going to return to pre-pandemic levels as far as audiences go. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I've, uh, there's, there was a show, I had a monthly show that I was doing over at Lafayette, and, and, uh, and I, know, I know the band is ready to get back together with that, excuse me, my squeaky chair. But I wonder, I'm, I'm wondering how big the crowds are going to be. Are there still going to be some of those that are going to be like, I don't know about all this. You know, sure missed every last one of y'all people, but I don't know if I want to get out there and start swapping spit with y'all again. You know, it's, is it going to be that? Or is everything going to be like, whatever. <laughs> I'm here, man. Shut up and take my money. Now entertain me. Uh, I don't know what to make of all this. Perhaps it'll be something. Then again, maybe not. For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, pocketcast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. You heard what's coming up next time on the program? <coughs> I need to go do my nasal gator, it sounds like. No, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the program uh, continuing on here now. Um... My apologies for those of you that are longtime listeners of this program and got it late and wondered what the hell was going on. Um, internet issues abound. I'm sitting here looking at it right now before I put all this together and trying to get it out. I don't know if I'll get it out there or not. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. This is uh, this is incredibly frustrating. And uh, the people at Xfinity and Comcast, uh, y'all suck. Y'all absolutely suck. So I've been fighting y'all for too long. Been fighting the fight, brah. I know it's a first world problem. There's so many other things that we should be fighting for, like equality. We should be fighting for things like, uh, uh, you know, not shooting unarmed people, especially those of color. That would be kind of cool, you know? Uh, Oh, God. All lives matter, except for brown ones, except for Muslims, except for what I want to believe only. Stop it with the all lives matter, okay? It's not about you. It isn't. It's about all of us. It's about this whole world. And the sooner we get that into our heads, the better off we will finally be as a society. But I don't think that's going to happen. Not anytime soon. Because there's so many goddamn narcissists out there that will <laughs> that want to make everything about them. Stop it. Just stop it. Just stop it. Just stop being 
that guy. Think for a second about your fellow man. And that's really kind of all that is. Your fellow man. That includes women. It includes people that are white, black, brown, yellow, red. It means all of them, you know? We're not, there's no race. Jesus Christ, we're all just creatures. We're a species of of, of creature, creatures, critters, things roaming about this earth. It was it that said, I forget who said it, but it was it's a wonderful little thing that all we are is just a bunch of chattering monkeys on an organic spaceship drifting through space. That's it. That's, that's, that's all we are. I think it was the same person who said that really all adults are children with mortgages. So you got that. So there, there you go. Uh, I mentioned that uh, drinking with dead people is coming soon. It is. We're getting very, very close. There'll be a promo that'll be released here fairly shortly on that. It probably would have happened later today, except from the internet not working for me. I don't know what I'm going to have to do here, so we're going to have to sort something out and do what we can. Uh, be that as it may, um, I'm done. I'm out of here. We'll see you all next time. You've heard what's coming up on the program. And until then, please do yourselves a favor. Take care of yourselves. Look after one another. Look after yourselves. And stop shooting each other, for God's sake. We'll see you next time. I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radioland. Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For bookings and other inquiries, you can write the show by sending an email to Radioland at PirateRadioStudios.com. For more, go to Radio-Memphis.com. <laughs>